How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bison Boys podcast. This is episode nine here on the podcast. Um, so we recorded, I know this is coming out a little late, but we recorded an episode on Monday and finals week. I'm uh, busy. We're all busy. So it was kind of hard to put it out, but today's a day. Figured to put it out. And this is it's a bit of a short episode. Um, not by choice, but we recorded an hour and we'll say an hour and a few minutes after of a lot of a lot of recording and none of it saved. So we have we have a little chunk from that from that recording. But it's a, it's still still a lot of good um still a lot of good audio and still a lot of good information. Uh it's mainly it was mainly we like I don't know if you guys are avid listeners, but we usually end off our episodes with NFL news and updates and however we want to take upon that episode. So this episode is kind of just like a bit a good amount of chunk of our episode our NFL um, segment, excuse me. So I think I think that's that's what here we have here. So I hope you guys enjoy that. So our beginning of our segment, we talked about uh, we talked about the. MIA championships and those scores and updates and all champions and so forth. We talked about the D1. Uh, we talked about the D1 like bracket for NCAA, and we talked about like the ranks in the in the recording that didn't get saved. We talked about like our usual stuff basically. But it was kind of it was it's kind of upsetting when I was going to edit it um, today, not seeing it. But this is me. This is me doing this recording as I'm editing, so I'm a little I'm a little upset now, but this next thirty three minutes is some some great news, some great banter and great great stuff about the NFL and this next up and coming week and what teams are doing. I think for example we had a really good talk about the Chiefs and Chiefs and Bengals. That's um just about the beginning of it. Uh, we talked about the forty ers situation as well as the playoff predictions and so forth and just just the just the boys bantering about the NFL so yeah i hope you guys enjoy sorry for sorry for this inconvenience but i think you guys will enjoy this i get i know it's a bit of a shorter episode today but i feel like you guys will get a kick out of it and it's really fun we had a we had a good time recording it and the original recording if we kept the other time was it would have been an hour and 33 minutes that's kind of a long time compared to our other episodes i think our longest was 119 looking at our looking at our previous episodes but yeah i think i think you guys will enjoy this one but um yeah i'll leave you guys to it uh i think we're gonna be taking a break for a little bit like we mentioned and we mentioned in the outro of this we're gonna try to have a trying to have a recording um on our break here and there uh, we'll just see what we can do we're all going to be busy we're all going to be working spending time with our family on break uh, just enjoying our off time when we come back in january but yeah i want to thank you guys for all the support you guys have been killing it lately um i mentioned at the beginning of the first recording that didn't get recorded uh we were supposed to film with the class of 2025 officers, but we didn't get to do that. We're probably going to do after break. They're busy as well. 
Uh, we're trying to find dates, scrambling everywhere, but we couldn't get it. So we're going to just do it when we come back and break, and we're going to come that have that hot and ready for you guys. So hope you guys enjoy this shortened episode, basically just talking about the news of the NFL and what's what's hot around there. But yeah, like I said, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys in January. Thank you. Jeff Wilson recently traded there. They have a very solid team. And playing defense, again, playing the defense that the Niners play, which it's kind of, they kind of play a bit of a hybrid. They play a lot of man and a lot of zone at the same time. A lot of disguise, blitz schemes, things like that. Keeping up with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell in motion the entire game, because if you watch the, the Dolphins, that's what they do, and that's why they're always open, because they're in motion the entire game. Almost every play, one of those two is in motion. Or they throw Mike Jusicki in motion, or they throw their... Uh, their third string wide receiver in motion Trent Sherfield Trent Sherfield who former 49er I don't know if you saw that play the other day but man like it, the fact that they held that Dolphins team to two touchdowns one in the first and one in the fourth quarter and the one in the fourth quarter was garbage time the fact that they hold that team to two touchdowns is so promising because it's such an explosive team and it's it's a top offense in the league you hold Tyreek Hill and uh, Tyreek Hill still had a great game nine receptions 146 yards one touchdown but it's Tyreek Hill he they was, shut he, everyone else out. He was shut. Tyreek Hill was shut down until later in that game as well. He, yeah. He had, I believe, two for thirty until about halfway, three quarters through, did. through the third quarter. But shout out, shout out, garbage time for my fantasy team. <laughs> I, I, but I don't. To wrap up this Niners conversation, I don't think Brock Purdy is going to lead you to the NFC no. Championship game. And no. I think, and I think that Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield has, a has a better shot to do that. In my hot take, Baker Mayfield beats the Cowboys. I can say right now. <laughs> After they lost one of their starting cornerbacks last night for the rest of the season, yes. Anthony Brown? Yes, oh, he's done for the season. He is. I fell asleep in that game. It's 54-90. On the QB, <laughs> the QB situation, right now, Bob Freddy's the man. But playoff-wise, well, who are, take Baker who are, the, who are the free agents as well? Like, I have no clue who's sitting there waiting to get Cam nobody. Newton, no, can't no, 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 no one that's yeah, in no. I trust up. Baker Mayfield <laughs> more than yeah. Cam Newton. Yeah. I trust yeah. Brock yeah. Purdy more than Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. <laughs> who's the other QB? I mean, is there, I mean, it's their only choice, so I guess we'll see where it goes. It's, it's either, I would say right now, like I said, Brock Purdy for... You know what's funny about this too? Funny about this too. There's a few very funny things happening with this. If Baker Mayfield does get get picked up off waivers by the Niners, all the speculations this offseason was (laughs) it was Niners, Panthers, or Seahawks for Baker Mayfield. Speculations. Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield plays with Christian McCaffrey for a few games, and they had decent chemistry from what uh, I mean the first few games. Christian McCaffrey gets traded to the Niners. Baker Mayfield also, if you guys don't know, requests this release because he was not going to start. Requests this release, goes and plays for the Niners with Christian McCaffrey, who he already has decent amount of chemistry with, which is, I think, something interesting that we haven't touched on, too. He has chemistry with, with, um, with Christian McCaffrey. He played a whole camp with him. He played four games with him. He played all preseason with him. So that's chemistry there with who recently has been San Francisco's top receiver the last couple of weeks. Because it's just Christian McCaffrey, and I think I that'll know. be interesting to watch. I don't know. It's, it's, we'll see. It's a tough one. I mean, moving on. I think we all want to talk about this game real quick before we run out of time. But Chiefs Bengals. Woo! Joe Shiesty. So upset. Why are you upset? Chiefs. We love seeing the Chiefs go down. Jack Clifford it makes it is interesting. a big Patrick Mahomes fan. For those of you who do not know, 
All right, before I... Well, I'm bef- a big Joe Burrow fan. I was going to say, the Chiefs. Before, yeah, before we start the Chiefs slander, I do want to put it out there. I personally believe that Pat Mahomes is the most talented quarterback in NFL history. But I hate the Chiefs. I'm with Shaq on this one. Go Bengals. Go, go Bengals. Joe Burrow. Like, it, go I don't know. I've that was never, such a fun game to I've, see, I've too. I've never enjoyed... Like, Jamar Chase is a great receiver. Joey Burrow is a great quarterback. Also, Pierre beat Ryan the Chiefs without, without Joe Mixon. Or Hayden Hurst. Or Hayden Hurst. Yeah. So, number one tight end out. Samaj Piran, Piran, Piran is he's good. Insane. He's and good, but he's Cheetah not. Bay, Uzi, he's, their number one corner he's good, but he's not Joe Mixon. Woozy is out for the season, I saw as well, right? Yeah, that's that's tough for them. But uh, No, I no, it was only four games that I saw. Four games? Yeah, that four he was game. On, he's IR, on IR. Man. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so he has a sh- chance to be out for the season. I've never, been, I've never been a fan of the Bengals. And hey, I remember when. Everyone thought that Bengals defense is still looking just as good as last season, and not a lot of people are talking about it. They shut out the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. That doesn't get done by a lot of teams. That means they stopped three Patrick Mahomes drives in the fourth quarter. There's not a lot of teams that can do that. And as me and Jack were talking about earlier, you want to say it with me? The Bengals own the Chiefs. They own them. (laughs) Burrow has never lost to Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. They own, the, and that's counting the AFC championships. They own the Chiefs. And it doesn't matter. And Evan they McPherson. Okay, Travis fine. Evan Kelsey McPherson owns the Chiefs. You want to go that far? <laughs> He's beat him twice. And I, man, he, he watched. He watched the um, when they're in the Super Bowl. He watched the whole halftime show. He was on the so sidelines. That was awesome. But yeah, I mean, they held Travis Kelsey under sixty yards as well. That defense, as you were just saying. That's a guy who averages probably a hundred yards a game. I think he averages like ninety-seven. So yeah. Close enough. <laughs> Man. And their number one receiver was Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Two receptions for 71 yards, shout out. But Juju was held to 35 yards. Isaiah Pacheco was held to 16 yards, who, to be fair, had a decent game on the ground. But that, that Bengals passing defense is, without their number one corner, is still looking like a top passing defense in the league. Jesse Bates and Von Bell are finally back into their back into the swing of things. And... Uh, they're not trusting Eli Apple, the guard number one receivers anymore, which is what I like to see. Not only that, they have <laughs> Daxton Hill in that secondary too, their first round pick. Yeah, it's it's been very. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what you want me to do. Trey Hendrickson's having. No, the only reason why I'm hating on is because Patrick Holmes didn't really perform like he usually does in fantasy. They shut him down. No, no. I mean, this game they shut him down. Yeah. Only 223 yards, which is very low for Mahomes at a touchdown. See what happens when you shut down Travis Kelsey. That you can't do anything. That entire offense runs through Travis Kelsey. I believe they were the only person. I believe it was Jesse Bates uh, shadowed him the whole game as well. The only person that had a decent game on the Chiefs offense was Isaiah Pacheco, who runs like his hair is on fire. Yeah, I mean, 66 like, yards on the ground. It's, it's he's, weird. Like he's 16 in the air. It's tiring. He's like twitchy, and he's like a. He's like it's weird. He returns kicks. So he, fun to watch. And he's twitchy. He's runs like a dog. It's. He's, I, I I do like him. I, I do like him. I like the way he runs. I like the way he plays. But I, I love to see Travis Kelsey get ripped last night. They were bringing him to the ground, and the guy just straight up ripped the ball right out of his arms. It was awesome. I mean, that's that's kind of how you have to play this team, though. Without without Tyreek Hill on that team, and without a sol- I mean, obviously Pacheco is is kind of is kind of stepping up as that as that lead running back. But I mean, they don't really have a star running back right now, and their only star on that offense besides Pat Mahomes is Travis Kelsey. Stop it if you're calling Juju a star. He's not. It's just Travis Kelsey, and it's like TikTok star. <laughs> but like you said, if you shut down Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs are not going to win up thirty. Both their RBs are terrible. 
McKinnon's hurt. I don't. I mean, no, Pacheco no, McKinnon played last night. Oh no, LA is hurt. We're talking about as well. I mean, IR for the Chiefs though. Their future is very bright, which it it's difficult because you're going to give Pat Mahomes a lot. I mean, oh, Sky Moore. I think right now. I think no, I'm saying it is bright right now, but I think even in the next few years, if Sky Moore built to win now and built to win in the future. Yeah, it, it's no, it's scary because that's how they've been the last four years. It's just I mean, Sky Moore is a very sneaky pick, and I I don't remember if it was second or third round. Second, I think second round. Stolen from the Patriots. I remember that one, but uh, he's a solid player. I think he's going to develop a little bit more and have more of a role in that offense next season. They found their, they have their running back in the future. If, if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire stinks it up again next year, they have their running back in the future in Pacheco. Uh, Travis Kelsey still has another four or five years and is probably in his prime. And it's just, Pat Mahomes is in his fifth or sixth season? Six, I believe. Fifth season 2017 playing. was the first. So it's his fifth season playing, sixth season in the league. And Mm-hmm. Barring anything catastrophic happens to that Chiefs defense, which I don't, I, I think they're going to be mediocre the next few years. But with their draft pieces, Nick Bolton at middle linebacker was a very good pick uh, pickup. Juan Thornhill is, I think, near the end of his contract, luxuriously as well. Trent McDuffie was a very good pick for them, and he's been playing very well. Justin Reed was a good pickup. Justin Reed, a very good pickup. George Karloftis, who hasn't performed very well but like seeing a team that's already that good get so many steals in the draft is insane and like with George Karloftis the Purdue uh, Purdue prospect he hasn't performed this season but you can see he has it in him and I think he'll he'll step up and become the leader of that D-line when Chris Jones is gone and it's going to be scary to see I, I don't I don't see the Chiefs falling apart and a lot of people want to who's the veteran D-line they have uh, Chris Jones Oh, Dunlap. Dunlap, yes. So you made a great play on the jet sweep. They're in a, I'm not yeah. sure why they oh, ran yeah. a jet sweep, but it's fourth and one at the three-yard <laughs> line. They ran a jet sweep, and he just, he just instead of right pinching, through. he just shot the gap straight and tapped the guy for a three-yard loss, which ultimately that's another possession that Bengals should have scored on. Well, all I'm going to say is it's always a good day when you see uh, Pat Mahomes get outplayed. Always a good day. Yes. Yes, it is. Especially by Joe. Of course it is. Oh. <laughs> I'm sitting on my I'm sitting on my throne over here about that. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna run through the NFL uh, slate entirely real quick. Start so off. Start off with the Cowboys. I'm we finishing gotta, with the Cowboys. No, we don't even gotta talk about that game, dude. <laughs> so I'm gonna go quickly through this one because I don't want to get angry, and I know it'll make all of us angry. Thursday night football: Bills, Pats, twenty-four. Uh, Bills, twenty-four. Pats, ten. At least it wasn't fifty to ten. Or fifty to fourteen. <laughs> uh, then Sunday at one. The Green Bay Packers took on the Chicago Bears. Green Bay won. Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago as a city. Don't even. Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago as a city. We don't get to talk about the memes coming out of that. But Justin Fields showed that no matter who he plays, he is still a top fantasy quarterback and one of the most exciting players to watch. He's one of the most exciting players to watch in the league. I don't care what you say. Watch Justin Fields run. That's why he's Jack the Clifford goat. likes Justin Fields. Watch Justin, watch Justin Fields run. He looks like the fastest player in the league whenever he pull, tucks the he's ball. He's better than Lamar. He's playing better than Lamar. I don't think he is better than Lamar. He is. But he is. Also, Nick, I mean, shout out to Hugh <laughs> Harry with that big catch. It's, it, I mean, he has the best plays, but the worst performance ever. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean, Tyler Huntley did pull out a win. 
for the, for the Ravens. Well, speaking we'll about those that. Ravens, uh, Baltimore beat Denver 10-9. to nine. Uh, Lamar Jackson oh, is out with a knee sprain as well. Talking about goal line. Uh, man, that just... <laughs> What is wrong with the Ravens? I couldn't imagine trying to watch that Broncos Ravens game. That must have been horrible. I, I can't watch any Ravens, Ravens games. I can't imagine being a Ravens fan over the last two weeks. You lose to the Jaguars and then beat the worst team in the NFL by one point. Shout Broncos. out to all the Ravens fans we know. Shout out to you. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Uh, continuing on with the 1 o'clock slate, Pittsburgh beat Atlanta 19 to 16. Yeah. Minnesota beat the New York Jets 27 that to 22. That was such a good football a good game. game. I don't know if I anyone else was watching that yep. game, but that was our that was our uh, Northeastern game that we had this week. If I get to lucky, they played Mike White. Oh, they are, yeah. but they're also the Jets are lucky that they didn't play Zach Wilson that game because <laughs> I think Mike White did a lot better than he almost won the game. People aren't gonna talk. Yeah. He threw a goal line pick, but he almost won the game. And was a good game to watch. Garrett Wilson is proving. That he is a top, he is one of the top rookies this year. He's killing it. When yeah. a quarterback actually looks his way, <laughs> over the last three times he's played with a quarterback, I mean, out of every game this season he's played with a quarterback not named Zach Wilson, he's had a, a solid very game, good game, except for one, and I think it was like week three. And even the last couple of weeks with Zach Wilson, leading up to the Patriots game where we obviously Bill Belichick shut Garrett Wilson down on purpose. He's been on a tear recently, over 100 yards in four of his last five games. It's so fun to watch just the, the Jets team be good as well. And, I mean, uh, Bam Knight having two solid games, too, after the entire Jets running back room is down. That's fun to watch as well. I've never heard of that guy once in my he's life. Played, he started the last NC two weeks. State he had 15 carries, for nine, he did 15 carries for 90 yards yesterday. Zonovan Knight, nicknamed Bam Knight. He is so fun to watch. He's another one of those guys. Talking about Pacheco running like a dog, he he's kind of the same way. Obviously not to the same extent, but he's the same way. It's fun to watch. But I'm on the Mike White train until he has another stinker. I think he just played – I think the Vikings just had a – their secondary was a little bit better this week. They had their third-string corner, their second-string corner. Pat Peterson in the third-string corner along with Harrison Smith still playing. Mike White looks like a default character. In that. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's, – it's a tough secondary to play, though, when they're semi-healthy. And a tough defense to play, especially with Daniel Hunter just running at you every play with also a depleted Jets O line. I mean, Jets still have a quarterback problem. They are nah. seven and five right now, which is the best season they've had in years, and they still have a quarterback problem. Mike White's not a Mike White's gonna Mike get White. them through the end of the season, but he's not a starter. He's, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't Joe I don't Flacco, baby. He's too old, he's a mentor. Um Detroit beat Jacksonville forty to nineteen. Go Lions, man! That was huge. It's so fun to watch that play this year. That was a scary play, though. The uh, sack on Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Glad he's okay, but yeah. Go Lions, dude! It's so nice to see them. I mean, Jared Goff. I, I don't know what the Lions are doing, but they made him look like he he looked in L.A. And not a lot of people are talking about it, but he looks just as good as he did that Super Bowl season in L.A. He just doesn't have the defense to back it up, but. Monroe St. Brown entering once once again kind of climbing back into Pro Bowl territory after a few weeks of mediocre play after an injury. 11 receptions for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Number one target out there. DeAndre Swift is back and Jamal Williams is still doing what he does on the goal line. It's fun it, it's fun to watch the Lions. Maybe not while they're on defense. <laughs> even with, I mean, Jeff Okuda and Kirby Joseph, shout out to them playing well and Alex Anzalone, the second coming of, of Clay Matthews. If you know what I'm talking about, the long blonde hair. Literally. But 
they're actually a fun team to watch. And the fact that they genuinely have a shot at their division is kind of fun as well. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia beat Tennessee 35-10 to 10 in a rematch. Uh, not a rematch, a revenge game AJ for Brown wide receiver A.J. Brown. The Titans would be a top a top four team in the AFC if they if they had AJ Brown this year, because <laughs> that's just that's all it was the last two seasons. They won the they got the one seed purely because of AJ Brown and Derrick Henry. Yeah, and you see what happens when they lose one of those. was hurt last year too, by the way. Yeah, for like half over half the year. Came yeah. back against the Bengals and didn't really play well against the Bengals in the playoffs. Yeah, like AJ Brown, it's really noticing. I mean, everyone when he got traded on the, on draft night, that was biggest blockbuster we've had in years yeah. in my opinion and I, I think the Titans might have they just their window was almost shut and with that trade they just slammed it and that window's gone they're back to being the Titans that we know 7-5 and five isn't bad but they're back to being that mediocre team in the AFC South it, it's tough and I think hopefully they're letting Malik Willis develop but I think he's their guy moving forward next season and I mean when <laughs> You have Derrick Henry playing, and Ryan Tannehill is your leading rusher. Ryan Tannehill had three carries for 34 yards. Derrick Henry had, I believe, under 30 yards rushing, or maybe some, something something like that. I mean, I can check the box score right now, but the I don't remember if he got hurt. I wasn't watching that game, but Derrick Henry had 11 rushes for 30 yards. So Eagles defense is looking very good. This is this is, this was their first game. I mean, when all you have to game plan for is the run, obviously, you can't really take too much away from that. The, the Tennessee has no passing game right now, so they kind of game plan all run. Uh, but it's a solid game for them. Jalen Hurts had a very good game, 20, 29 for thirty nine, three hundred eighty yards and three touchdowns. So, what uh, did you expect out of that game, though? <laughs> Washington and the Giants tied at 20. Giving a homage to the World Lame. Cup drawing. <laughs> giving a homage to the World Lame. Cup with a tie. Lame. Um, the return of Deshaun Watson for the Cleveland Browns, he and he did not perform well. saw trash. Uh, Cleveland won 27-14 over Houston. Three of Cleveland's, all three of Cleveland's touchdowns were scored by the defensive unit, by the way. <laughs> They had a punt return, they had a fumble return, and they had an interception return. So first of all, shout out to that defense for the trifecta. It is against the Texans. But Deshaun Watson did not score a touchdown, and Kyle Allen had more passing yards than him that game. Can't <laughs> expect a lot from him, though. Hasn't played football in two years. Hasn't played football in two years. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> he'll be fine. I'm not going gonna, gonna, to I'm, – I'm my fantasy team. I did start him because I just saw him playing Houston. I was like, revenge game. He's going to run all over the place something. Still going to win my matchup, but I think it was pretty funny. A nice little spot start, see what happens, but he he stunk it up. How many points did he have? 5.8. Very <laughs> solid game. Yeah, still dropped 157, though. Um, Shout out Monra Tyreek. <laughs> the 4 o'clock window, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Miami Dolphins 33-17, to as we covered earlier. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Los Angeles Rams 27 to 23. The Seahawks are looking good, and it's so fun yeah, to watch. Good. Geno Smith, another great game, 28 for 39, 367, three touchdowns. I'm glad he's doing good. It, it's it's great to see him have a career resurgence, and I think the Seahawks are a sneaky good team. Yeah. Tariq Woolen also tied their rookie corners, tied in the league, uh, tied for first in the league in interceptions right now with six. Had a great play this weekend, so. Mm. That, that Seahawks defense is very exciting to watch as well, between him and Trayvon Diggs. 
the Chargers lost to the Las Vegas Raiders 27-20. And as Not we... Trayvon Quandry, Nick. Sorry, my bad. As we talked about <laughs> earlier, the Bengals beat the Kansas City Chiefs 27-24. For Sunday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Indianapolis Colts 54-19. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. starters the second half. Or bench players the second half. Yeah, if you're talking about the Cowboys <laughs> scoring 33 points in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's, and almost all of it was on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> C. Lamb is like one of my new favorite players too. Yeah, I've been really nice to watch. I, it's because he switched to the speed flex. He's so cool. Like I don't know. It's because he's wearing a He's put up pretty good numbers. I mean, Dak Prescott didn't even need to throw the ball that game. The first, I, I don't even think he threw it more than like ten times after the first half. He went twenty for thirty with one hundred seventy yards, three touchdowns, and interception. And they just handed the ball off. Zeke had 17 carries for 77. Tony Pollard had 12 for 91. It, man. It, the Colts are just awful. They are, and it sucks. Especially so since bad. at one point in the game, late in the third quarter, it was 21 to 19 Cowboys over the Colts. Yep. Like, what did I... Did they just give up? Like, did they just give up in the fourth quarter? They did. I, I saw the game, that's what I'm saying. But, like, as a player, like, how do you let that happen? The Colts... Our dumpster fire. I mean, Matt Ryan is done. I'm sorry. Matt Ryan, he's going to collect the paycheck. He needs to retire at the end of the season before he ruins his legacy even more. He's a solid quarterback for years. Not a Hall of Famer, I don't think. But he had a legacy. He's a BC, but... He has a legacy, and he's ruining it. (laughs) (laughs) So, tonight we have the NFC South matchup of the Buccaneers versus the Saints. And no matter how bad the Saints are this year... This is going to be a good game because nope. Brady in Tampa always struggles against the New Orleans Saints. Nope. So going and around it's the actually table, actually a fact though. I don't know who's going to win this game, nope. but the only reason why I want to say Saints because I don't think we can let Tom Brady get to the playoffs with a 500 team because he's going to have to play Daniel Jones and Geno Smith to move on to something. Like, it's going to be something like that. You know it to move on to the NFC Championship. Yeah. And we, I, I just, we can't let Tom Brady win this division. You just can't. The only reason why they're going to win is because I put a parlay on the Bucks winning. <laughs> so I'm taking it. Jack Clifford has the Bucks winning. I think yep. Chris Olave is going to tear up the Bucks secondary, and I'm going to go with Saints just because the Buccaneers have been playing terrible. Jack Morvin? The Saints offense is one of the worst in the league. If they win this game tonight, then the Bucks should truthfully be embarrassed to even be a playoff team. But I'm going to go Tampa Bay. If the Saints win... Brady's coming back to the Patriots. Also, I, be- I mean, the, 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 yeah, yeah. The, the Falcons are absolutely blowing it, too, by the way. They've had four chances to pass the Buccaneers in, in the NFC South, and they have blown all of them. The Falcons aren't bad either. No, but they just can't come away with a win when they need it. Can't finish. I have the Buccaneers in. I'm going to go Saints because I just don't want to see the Buccaneers win. It sucks seeing the same teams in the playoffs every year, and I want Tom Brady to leave there and come back to New England. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a news article saying he's going to come back. Multiple. Yeah. It's reported by the Athletic, which is very interesting. And I think it's all just I think it's all just wood on the fire trying to get teams to offer him. I just, I've been seeing him to the to the Raiders as well. It's either him to the Raiders or him to New England. I briefly wanted to go over some MLB news happening since it yeah. is uh, getting up to that winter meeting time. Jacob Degrom, ace pitcher for the New York Mets, is now a Texas Ranger. Clayton Kershaw re-signs with the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
and Justin Verlander today has signed with the New York Mets. Well, you lose DeGrom, you lose the best pitcher in the league, and you sign the AL Cy Young winner. Uh, pretty good trade-off. I mean, I got a lot of people saying, oh, why are they offering Justin Verlander $40 million a year and not and not Jacob DeGrom? Jacob DeGrom did not want to be there. I guarantee you that, that they offered millions more than the Rangers offered. But two things about Texas. Low property tax. Actually, I believe they have no property tax compared to New York. And they, I mean, it's just, it, it's going to be more his team. And they get, like, I, I think it's just a better fit for him. They're on a pretty, I mean, with the signings they've made, they're on a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent wave. Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon did not live up to what they thought. Everyone thought they were going to be the best middle infield in MLB, and they did not live up to that. But still, Marcus Simeon had a very good season. DeGrom on the team is also a good guy that uh, prospects Kumar Rocker and Jake, uh, Jack Leiter can learn under. Yeah, and I, and the same thing, too. He brings a little bit of a dynamic for Martin Perez, too. Exactly. Who is still in that bullpen? John Ryan as well. Another John Ryan, another flamethrower in that uh, in that rotation. I think he can te- give him a few teaching points too. But we'll see. Is Degrom gonna have a slight oblique injury this season and sit out another year as he has had the last few, or sit out a few months as he had the last couple seasons, or is he gonna try to turn this team around? And once again, Texas has a lot more money to build. They have Adolis Garcia in that center field, and they have some. They have a decent amount of money to to build that team. So we'll see. Uh, another, a couple other MLB news. Brian Reynolds, star outfielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates, has requested a trade. And the Pirates said that they will not trade him. He said he is a part of their plan for the season. Brian Reynolds is under contract through at least the next season. I believe he's under contract for the next two years. And I don't, you don't see it often, baseball players holding out, but we might see it with Brian Reynolds because he does not want to be there. And on, even though the future is bright, we know the Pirates, they are they never do anything with their prospects. And I hope he gets out because I think he could be a very big part of any team. I think throwing him in that, throwing him as the third outfielder in that Angels outfield, maybe giving uh, Mike Trout some rest days in center field, maybe throwing him over possibly in a place like Baltimore, throwing him in the outfield there could be great uh, and things like that. Just teams that need another outfielder would be good. I know they said they won't trade him, but I can guarantee you that the Pirates have fielded some amazing offers for him. He's a switch hitter. All- One of those was from the Yankees. Yep, he's a switch hitting all-star. And I mean, if the Yankees can get him too, that's another big thing, adding another speedy outfielder alongside Harrison Bader, who we've locked up for the next five years. Uh, I'm the only Yankees fan in this building. but <laughs> The uh, Mets are very interested in outfielder Andrew Benatendi. Uh, the A's are nearing a deal to trade all-star catcher Sean Murphy. Uh, the Red Sox signed a solid bullpen arm in Chris Martin, who had some very good games against the Red Sox for uh, when he was on the Dodgers and on the Chicago Cubs. And now for the not-so-good news coming out of the MLB. Dansby Swanson and Xander Bogarts are is far apart on a deal for both of their respective teams, Swanson being the Atlanta Braves and Xander Bogarts being the Boston say, Red Sox. I want to say, though, it is a much bigger hit to the Red Sox losing Xander than it is to the Braves losing uh, Dar- uh, Swanson. Swanson, I'd get him and Darno mixed up because their names are Dansby and Darno. But the, the, thing, the difference here is... Atlanta has Dansby Swanson's replacement already on the team with um, Vaughn Grissom. His, his, his replacement's already on the team. The Red Sox are losing their best hitter 
and they don't really have someone lined up behind him. The next closest guy behind him, well, the next guy in the future that could be is either uh, Marcel Mayer or the guy that they just picked. I can't remember his name now. The Romero first round. Like right? Yeah. Mike mean, Romero. I mean, looking at looking also to the to the other side of the robbery on the Yankees fan, obviously we ha- kind of have a similar issue where we have re-signed Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, and I think if we play him at third base and try to trade away Josh Donaldson, which Josh Donaldson was not lived up to what we gave him this year, and I think IKF is a better choice at third, but we have Anthony Volpe waiting in the ranks. We're obviously it's the New York Yankees. We're obviously looking into the to the um, the shortstop sweepstakes again, but re-signing IKF it takes away it takes away space, it takes away our cap, and it kind of says that we want him as our shortstop, and not a lot of Yankees fans do. And I mean, obviously you guys are Red Sox fans, but you've seen that in a lot of moments IKF did not deliver. And I think just looking at like the fact that we have a Trey Turner sweepstakes out there right now. Obviously, the Yankees are looking into that. It's the Yankees. They're going to look into every big free agent. But, I mean, both both teams in the rivalry have a, have a shortstop problem right now unless Anthony Volpe steps up for the Yankees and unless you guys trade for a big prospect or sign one of these big guys because Xander Bogart seems to be leaving. So Bogarts is fielding interest from eight different teams. If Bogarts does leave the Boston Red Sox, the most likely move will be moving Trevor Story to short bringing Kiki Hernandez into playing second base and most likely calling up uh, star prospect Sedan Raffaella. Oh, so you're giving up on the Jeter Downs and, uh, and Jalen Duran experiment? Jaron Duran is more of a base running guy, but they've already given up on that experiment. I There's talks you. about uh, sending him to the Mariners for a bullpen arm that I can't think of the name of right now. And Jeter Downs mm-hmm. is... They're working on moving Jeter Downs into that third base role to keep Devers as strictly a designated hitter. And also, too, I believe Devers next season, his contract expires as well, correctly? Next season, well... Or is it this season or next season? So the way that it works is that Devers' contract is done next season, but if they do not reach an arbitration agreement and the Red Sox do not... Uh, put in the paperwork for arbitration this season that's true. devers that's could be a free agent this season. and also with that it also has to do with uh devers has a choice in that matter too if he does want to leave i believe does he not have a choice there if they f- put in the paperwork for arbitration then devers is on the team yeah. for another year okay. but he is not discussing any contracts following the start of spring training he said so it'll be interesting over the a, uh, winter break. Another judge situation, it seems. I mean, Aaron Judge right now, obviously it's down to two teams, the Giants, which is his hometown team, or the Yankees, and that's an interesting one, as we've heard. The Yankees have released their offer for him. Uh, I believe it was, eight, it was it's $40 million a year for, I believe, eight years. Yeah, something and like that. And there are rumors coming out that the Giants have offered him nine, and they're saying that he is not going to take a contract that is less than nine years, which I think is a good decision for his career, obviously. You don't. You never know when you're going to get hurt. You never know if you're going to have a bad season. So coming off the greatest hitting, one of the greatest American League hitting seasons of all time, I think he wants to go for the longest contract possible. And as a Yankees fan, I think that 
just the way our management has been, I think the Giants are more ready to offer him a 10-plus year contract than we are. But I think we're ready to offer him more money per season. He is currently split 50-50 between the San Francisco Giants and the New York Yankees. And, I mean, looking at that Devers thing, I think we're going to see a similar thing when he goes in the free agency. He's going to have three or four teams give him big offers, and he's going to really have to wait whether he wants to stay in Boston or not, which is why he's not negotiating the same way or judged it during the season. And if Bloom is the general manager at that time, we will not see Devers back on the roster, but I am <laughs> hoping that we see Xander Bogarts back on the roster. Bloom, I know you're not listening, but please... Sign Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers to an extension. Keep them. All right. I think that will conclude our episode here on the Bicycle Boys podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. It's a bit of a long episode, but I think this will also conclude our first semester here at here at the Hill. We'll try to maybe we'll get we'll throw a, a Zoom. Yeah, throw video, a Zoom or something. I'm, I'm okay a Zoom with that. Video over break. interview we'll too. Get a little bored over break. Yeah. Maybe after the New Year's Six. Right after the New Year's Six predictions for the national championship, yeah. I think would be a good one. Maybe one after the national championship game. I mean, we'll be back, I believe, a week after the I national championship game. I believe it's January 16th. Yeah, so that's, 16th that's, or 14th, that's a week after the national championship mm-hmm. game, so we could set one up then. But I think mm-hmm. maybe having a little Zoom call would be fun. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Over the New Year's keep Six guys, Keep you guys posted. Maybe, maybe we do during one of the games as well, too. Mm-hmm. Another fun. sneak peek for the spring right. semester for the Bison boys is uh, coming around Super Bowl week. We could have a special event uh, coming up for Super mm. Bowl week. Interesting. Uh, for what, whoever appears in the Super Bowl, and right now it's looking like the Eagles will be the NFC team, but we'll see uh, come then. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.